You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 37. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And what a week it has been in hockey, Davey. I am back, mate. I am back in the saddle. Mate, isn't that fantastic? You're back. Uh, you're back in the saddle. And doing so uh, as a father. That's right, mate. Um, it's been a very hectic couple of weeks for me here, but... Um, fill us in, fill us in. You've got the two-week-old... Now, just FYI, we haven't revealed the name on the podcast yet, so you have a two-week-old son. Mate, tell us all about it. That's right, mate. Uh, best two weeks of my life, to be honest. Um, best of he, two weeks of his life as well, I hear. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's actually two weeks today, the day we're filming. Yes, so Thursday. There you go. Born on uh, podcast filming day, just as we'd planned. I oh, know, mate. You love planning these things. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, but yes, the name, mate. Um, we had the name for, for several months. Um, didn't tell anyone. Parents were very inquisitive. Um, but kind of kept it a secret because we weren't sure if it was going to be the name. We had a few up our sleeve. Um, Did you have to make sure it looked like the name? Yeah. Well, not even, not even that he looked like it. It was just that we needed to say it to him, I think, a couple of times just to ourselves and just, just make just wait sure. Just for the head nod. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll and take that. Yeah, he gave us a little smirk. Um, I don't think that can actually smile just yet, but I felt like there was a little smirk there. So Maybe pushing something out. That's anyway. right. Anyway, without further ado, mate, Ruben Matthew. Fantastic, <laughs> That's right. So uh, as is tradition with our family, the, uh, the father's... First name goes into the middle name slot, so has done for several generations with the Lindsay clan. Of, so of a son or the first a, son, first son, correct? First son yes. only. So if only my last name was Williams, mate. Uh, it would be Reuben. Uh, oh God, you've missed a joke. Yeah. R M Williams, mate. Yeah, of course. R M. Oh, jeez. Okay. Jeez. There we go. Oh, I'll give myself slow yeah. start today. Whew. Anyway, okay. so yes, Reuben uh, is my son's name and very proud of Great it. Great name, like, old, a bit old school. Yeah, it is. It, it is a, a biblical uh, name, similar to Matthew, I guess, and yeah. David. And um, of course, mate. We're, as you know, we're very... Uh, oh, exactly. Very religious uh, backgrounds. But um, yeah, just kind of really liked it and it does stand for Behold a Son, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, I, look, I like the name. I, thank I, you. Uh, and... You know, people in, in uh, my or our circle, I guess, uh, you know, big fans of the name. It definitely grew on me as well. Not that I disliked it, but I was like, really? I, it, I wouldn't have picked it. In mm. fact, I had given you what I thought, you know, I'd had a couple of stabs at it and it definitely wasn't anywhere near that. No, and just on that, mate, um, it was a stressful couple of weeks for me if we were going to have a girl because I wasn't going to tell you. Did I nail the girl? You did. You had yeah. the name. Wow. Yeah. and that, Did it almost make you change your mind? <laughs> it did. <laughs> I went home to Maddie the first day you told me. I said, I don't know if we can go with Mabel anymore because Dave Ferrari. I would have never let you forget it. Exactly. I know. And you would have thought you named my child. I would have said in 20 years. Now, Mabel. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there you go. Uh, you can pat yourself on the back, mate. But Awesome. You had one out of two. Um, and I no. still find it crazy that you didn't know what you were having until you had it. Yeah. Now, what point, uh, without going into detail, at what point well, they, did you they know? asked me straight away and oh, I couldn't, mate, I was like, you know, I was very tired. It was all through the night. It was euphoric. It was limbs and things going everywhere. And they're like, dad, what is it? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then the so, only, so it's out and you still don't know. Yeah. And the only point that I could tell it was going to be a son was they said to me, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> 
So I felt like right, at that point, yeah, of course. yeah, it's going to be a son. Yeah. So I eventually did get there um, and, yeah, announced it to Maddie and, and had that emotional time together. But, um, yeah, I wasn't prepared for just that feeling of, yeah, just a wave of emotions coming over me and, yeah, best best day of my life. So, well, both of our lives, I should say, mate, um, outside of our wedding day. But, yeah, Maddie was just unbelievable. Um, I thought I loved her before Ruben came along, but, um, yeah, what she she went through and did for us um, as a family was just, yeah, won't forget it. But, yeah, mate, I'm very excited to, to have him here and, um, you know, get to meet you in the not too distant future and be a part of the podcast and all that. In when the, do you think he's going to be in the rink, mate? Yeah, I know. Um, I'd say early next year I'd like to, yeah, to right. bring him in and um, watch his father out there uh, shredding on the ice. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, though. I haven't been on the ice since lockdown started, oh, mate, mate. I'm so. sure he'll lo- love watching his dad carve it yeah, up. Yeah, dad's always been my hero. <laughs> I ha- if you knew Sam, yeah, I know. Actually, last going, in, mate. Yeah, going on that, I did listen to... Uh, the episodes while I was away and I do want to shout out Mac, uh, Mac G mate. He did an excellent job. I was a bit nervous that, uh, I wasn't going to get the invite back this week and he well, might've, he was doing his best to make that, <laughs> that happen. Yeah, mate. It doesn't he surprise in, me. We need a great effort. He, he was did. fantastic. Yeah, he was excellent. So we've got to shout him out. I think we should, um, look to the future, how we can work in, uh, him, you know, every so often as well. Um, cause he did an excellent job and, um, you know, he was funnier than I was expecting actually. He's, there's a lot of humour to him, and I tell you yeah. what, it's unfortunate that um, you know not all of that comes through on the podcast because you know obviously you came in, um, you know we spent a bit of time together, and I tell you what, yeah, funny, funny guy, and just loves the game, loves hockey, and as he said in the podcast, from the gear to the the plays, the NHL, the players, overseas stuff, um, I think he's. He's just has the right amount of passion for the game. I think it's going to take him a long way. So yep. it was awesome. Um, yeah, having him come in here. Absolutely. It's going to segue to something. Oh, that's right. Because hopefully we'll have him back. Now, mate, this might be a good time, mm-hmm. even though you're driving today, uh, to talk about the release dates of the podcast and what we're going to do coming up. Yeah, actually, this is pretty fresh. We've only discussed this the other day, mate, but just trying to work in my schedule as best we can. And also just, um, well, one, you've done a phenomenal job in my absence uh, getting the league prepared and running as smoothly as it has. It looks excellent online, I will say, mate. So well done to you. But Oh, mate, it's um, me. It's our fantastic captains doing their thing. True, very true. Um, but just on that, we, we kind of had a discussion around the timing, the podcast, and because obviously games are played almost every day of the week at this stage. Um, and by the time the podcast comes out, some of the games are a bit older um, that we're covering. So we thought, mm. you know what? Why not for summer we run two episodes per week? Boom. Two episodes per week, mate. That um, that's That's unbelievable. But... And I don't, yeah, we don't, who knows how long it'll be for, but we're going to try it because like mm. you said, we want to keep fresh. We want to make sure that every division is getting relevant, timely updates, news, reviews. You know, we want to talk about the stuff, well, as close to as it happens as we can. Mm. So yeah, the podcast that comes out today was obviously recorded yesterday, which is weird saying that sitting here on a Thursday. But so we cover Div 1, Div 2, Div 4. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about the Div 3 that's just happened. So Div 3 and Juniors, will cover that 
when on the Monday podcast that comes out. Correct. And also that'll give us a good chance to preview the week, get into some of our predictions again, really see where the big matchups are. So perhaps if you're going to come down and support your club throughout the week, you know, we'll kind of give you the tip of what's going to be the best game to come to. What mm. what's going to be the, the the game of the week? Game of the round, I think was uh, game of the round. A hot, hot thing. That's so right. That'll be on the Monday episode. So mate, it's a small bang for your buck. Now this is episode thirty seven. Seven, yes. So Monday's episode will be thirty seven point Five. Correct. They won't be as uh, long as our Friday release episodes, mate, um, with all the segments and, and whatnot. It's going to be a bit more NHL orientated and, as you said, mentioning uh, Division 3 and Juniors and then going into our predictions for all the divisions each week. Um, and we'll just see how it grows from that point. But super excited to do that. I think uh, Division 3 is going to be very grateful that we're you know not covering six days old um, kind of news for them. So hopefully they get excited, but yeah, it's it's going to be excellent. So we're going to try kick that off as of this week, mate. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And so many storylines in Div Three, so much happening, uh, and even juniors. Like it, it's so good having juniors in the mix this year. And and uh, one of the coolest things that I've done recently is uh, clicked onto the NIHL website, mm-hmm. NIHL-Hockey.com. And uh, click scoring leaders. And if you don't click the division, just click scoring leaders. It'll take you to the combined league. Um, and it's who's winning the league, mate? Mate, it is Hamish Cahoon. No way. Uh, also known as Hamish Colquhoun, which yes. is, I think is what I said last week. But I've been corrected, and my apologies to the uh, Cahoon family. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the junior coaches got in touch with me and uh, said, "Mate, it is pronounced K U H hyphen H O O N." Cahoon, so uh, Hamo Cahoon is just shredding it now. It's got him as four games played, but you got to remember, juniors only play two periods, two fifteen-minute periods. Yeah. So although they play and they play two games every week, so their two games really equal one full game, full game. of hockey, yeah. minute-wise. But so, you know, he's played four games, and I think he has. Uh, what's he got? Eight or nine points. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Probably should have. And then next is Liam Manwaring. Um, obviously national team player, North Star player, um, and he's about a point behind him. So Look at Hamish go. That's excellent. Exactly. It's going to be cool seeing those races, the kids mixed in with the adults, and obviously we have a heap of adults playing. You know, Jensen Robinson on the on the Sonics, his dad Bryce on the Sonics as well, Gab Thurston, Lenny, uh, Jesse hopefully playing soon as well in the lower division. So, yeah, click on that scoring leaders page. It's uh, really cool to see and uh, a lot of good battles, good good family battles going on. Absolutely, mate. Now, speaking of families, uh, I had Matty White come over yesterday Ooh. to, uh, yeah, draft up some wardrobes so for mate, me. Mate, Matty White has met the Reuben. He has. He's met Reuben before anyone else, which wow. is pretty, yeah, pretty Matty, special for Matty him. Um, I should that have said is, it at the time, but... Um, that, I, that, that's unbelievable. Yeah, he so came he got, in and... He did and the, the measure up, did he? He did, and the first thing he said was, does your son have a name? Because I've been listening to the podcast and Dave hasn't released the name to anyone, so... Yeah. I, I found it a bit, uh, a bit, you know, a bit eggshells when Pete... You know, it's not never my news to share mm. you know, other people's news, if that makes sense. And, uh, you know, Matt, you're not the most social media um, no, that's sharing right. person, so... Yeah. You know, we got the news, but I'm like, was well, this is this close circle news? Is it everyone's news? But, I mean, you uh, could have asked me, mate, but that's fine. Well, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I just I like the suspense anyway. It's yeah, a bit exactly, exciting, yeah. Exactly, build it up, and you know, I think Ruben's going to like it too. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. He's talked about that's right. But anyway, so Matty White, he was over yes. yesterday measuring Matty White wardrobes. Um, 
sponsor of the Navigators. That's right, exactly. And I'm very excited to work with uh, Maddie and get those wardrobes installed when he can. But uh, one thing you mentioned to me, mate, was uh, I'm assuming you guys may have talked about their game last week. And he scored a goal with six seconds to go in the game, he reminded me. Say what? And, okay. and apparently it got announced as a power play goal, but it was actually a shorty. Ooh, okay. Yeah, which I kind of feel like is a bigger deal. Six yeah. seconds ago, shorthanded, he was telling me that he pulled his son Drake off the ice so he could of go course, out there. yeah. Good yeah. parenting. Good yeah. parenting. <laughs> That's right. And just screamed up the ice, mate. Got the puck from the corner and banged it in for, I think, I'm assuming it might have been his first goal of the season. Well, let me tell you, mate. I'm going to pull out the... Um now, it may not have been your error. Let's just get that straight. It may actually uh, be no. admin error up I'll, top. I'll own the error. But... but uh, I guess I just forgot we haven't even covered last week's Div 3. And that's why we're doing the two podcasts and all that. But um, oh, Maybe it was on the website then. Maybe that's what he was referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been entered incorrectly on the website. Um, but I'm just getting the game sheet in front of me here so we can really see what happened. Now, did he tell you much about the goal? Was it a... He said it was the best goal he's ever scored. I think well, he said the crowd went wild. Matthew White, five seconds left. Yeah, it's down here as a PP. So I'll make that change. Short-handed go. goal. Shorty. And, you know, we can't we can't talk about that without talking about the assist of Brendan Banks. Uh, there you go. His, his third point of the night. So Matty White banging that in. Now, you know, it was a bit of a garbage goal. Made it 6-2. It uh, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't quite the game winner. Right. The, the other goal he might have been already going to the bench. So it's, you know, this one's over. <laughs> I'll, you know... Um, talent vocal that was but uh, mate it's a goal nonetheless they all count they don't ask how they ask how many that's right uh, and we have a, other, a few other buzzer beaters which we'll get to when we do the game reports from this week okay excellent just before we dive into that mate I want to quickly touch on the NHL get rid of the I oh please and put the NHL in here because there's no I in NHL mate that's right and I'm curious to hear your thoughts around the wagon of the flames mate Absolute way gone, mate. First in the West. I know. What's going on? Best goal differential in the NHL right now at 30. Wow. Um, and there's two words for you. Daryl Sutter. Mm. It's big D, Sutsy hockey. The Sutter effect. It's the taking... Sutter effect. Uh, he, it's just everyone's bought in. Yep. It's hard work. It's consistent. It's defending first. Being a checking team first that scores, um, and it's funny because you know just as long as NHL has been around and different coaches, but particularly before Daryl came in, there was all this talk that you know he's a defense first coach. Offensive players don't flourish under those kind of coaches, especially yep. Daryl. Uh, but mate, it's all hogwash because we have some of the league leading scorers, or at least in the top ten. We have a, a, we have. Uh, Giapani, Goudreau. He was Goudreau was the first star of the week last week. Yep. And like I said, we have the best goal differential with plus thirty after twenty games in the league. So that just proves that if you take care of your own end first, that uh, offense offense comes off of that. Mm. And mate, uh, we actually set an NHL record. Um, most shutouts. Hockey, most shutouts in the first nineteen games with seven. Mm, it's huge. And that was that record hasn't been broken since they introduced a forward pass. Because a little FYI, back in the day, hockey was essentially rugby on ice. You could only pass <laughs> laterally or backwards. Yeah. And, uh, Isn't that crazy I'd to love, think? I'd love to see a video of that, but it didn't I'd, exist. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is, that is a fact. So since you could pass forward, can you imagine the game without a forward pass? 
you'd never get the puck at the far blue line, Matty. I oh know. I oh know. There's a few players that would uh, be pretty redundant, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, mate, the Flames, as the name says, are on fire. And I just oh, can't I wait for the Battle of Alberta now because the Oilers are sitting in second in the West. Yeah. And it's just going to be on. So, me and the McCormicks, mate, we, we have now have a heated NHL rivalry. Love it. And it's they've got the one up right now on the season, but it's on. Yep. Excellent. When is the Battle of Alberta? Is it coming up soon? Don't know, mate. Haven't uh, okay. not, not looked that far in the schedule. There's no yep. talk of it yet. I think they usually play a game around New Year's, but uh, we have only played one so far, so they've got to be coming soon. Okay, excellent. Now there the you Leafs, go. Mate. Let's have quickly touch on the Leafs because yeah. they're, they're not too far behind the Flames, actually. They're not. They, so um, a horrid start has turned into an impressive first quarter of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was definitely doom and gloom the first kind of five games of the year. Um, Marner and Matthews really without any points. Um, and then all of a sudden they started to click a little bit. It was no longer uh, Spezza being the leading goal scorer for our team at, you know, 40-something, whatever he is. So uh, that was exciting because he shouldn't be the leading scorer of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs with who we have. But, um, yeah, I think they won uh, nine out of their 10-game stretch there for a while and then um, they've kind of gone two out of the last three as well. So looking pretty good now. Um, climbed back up to second in the Atlantic. Um, Matthew's still, I don't think, is firing like he should be. He's still yeah. a bit quiet, um, so I'm hoping that changes soon. Marner's looking better, a bit more confident. Um, I think it's going to come when he gets rid of the Mo. And there's talk that the Mo is going for November. It is, it mate. Is he's, I think uh, once that's deleted off his lip, yeah, once he's the hit his target. Gone, he will start scoring. Yeah, he's going to look different, isn't he? He's had that yeah. Mo for a couple of years now, so I'm yeah. curious to see uh, how that goes. But but isn't it funny, mate? How in the NHL, uh, and we'll move on, we've got a lot to cover today, but how, oh, well, Mark, speak for myself, is how your mood is so directly affected to how your NHL team's doing. Absolutely. The Flames were losing. It's tough. It's just, oh, it just cheeses you off for yep. me. But yep. when they're winning... Everything's uh, going well. Yeah, and if you're having a bad day, it's like, okay, but Flames, mate, we're on a roll. Yeah. We're on e- a roll. Exactly, that's right. They're playing today too, I think, aren't they? No, mate, three days off. Oh, yeah. maybe. It's, I think the Leafs must play today then. They do. All right, well, let's move on now, mate. Um, Enough NHL talk. Let's get into the more important uh, competition. That's the one that we facilitate, the NIHL. Let's hand it to you, mate, to uh, go through the Division 3 last week, I'm assuming, um, and touch on a few of the teams this week. Absolutely, mate. And I'm going to have to backtrack because I didn't initially um, go through that from last week. So... We'll go through it now. Well, I've already given you one highlight through Matty White, mate, so I don't know if we can get much better than that. Well, we'll power through them because, um, you know, it was a long time ago now. It's a bit old news, but uh, the Navigators, mate, what a start to the season, getting up 6-2 over the Astros. Now, that is impressive when you think that the Astros have back in net Talon Vocal, who Mm. when they last played for the Bandits, similar team team. than the Astros, steered them all the way to a championship. So big win from the Navigators, but it was just really cool seeing the Navigators skate out there to such a family affair. You had the the Tuckies on a line, Mm -hmm. Luke, Michelle, That's awesome. You had the Garrises on a line, Sue's, uh, Sam, Sue's partner, Brendan. Yep. Um, you've got Justin with his son Henry. You've got Matty White with his son Drake. Um, it's it's uh, yeah, really cool to see. So great memories those kids will have playing with their parents as well. Absolutely, and um, they yeah, so they just had a spring in their step. Uh, I think they came out really hard because of that. Um, I think they will come back down to earth a little bit as the season goes on. But um, 
And, you know, a lot of new players in the Astros outfit, formerly the Bandits. So I think just a bit of chemistry there, get used to who's who in the zoo and um, and they will be fine. Yep. Uh, also making his referee debut in that one, Shannon Bailey. Oh, excellent. Uh, and ref a good game from all reports. So good on you for donning the stripes, Shannon. Well done. He's been writing to us for a while asking to start refereeing, so glad to see his name out there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the Galaxy, mate, they came out to a flyer, getting up 8-5 over the Sonics. Now, Sonics, missing a few players in this one. Mm. Uh, Cheyenne Murphy, absent. Emma Lindsay, absent. Ben Burton, absent. Their goalie, Emma Moonen, absent. So, Jeez. what does a team guy like Joey Butler do? Puts his hand up, mate, and says, give me the pads, I'm going to have a crack. He's donned the pads. He's donned the pads, and uh, he got the loss, but I tell you what, uh, he faced 28 shots for wow. only five goals. So, yeah, great job to him. Just quickly, mate, on the Sonics, I've got some pretty uh, hot news Ooh. about the oh. Sonics this week. Is this uh, big news? It is big news, mate. <laughs> Hello, mate. The uh, Sonics head coach, my father, Stephen Lindsay, is the one donning the pads for the Sonics in Div Three's Div Three's matchup this week, mate. So, Steve Lindsay, Stephen Lindsay, dad. dad's always been my hero. That's right, my hero. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now this that's big news, mate. Pretty historic. This will be the first time that Emma and Stephen play on the ice at the same time together as a team. Say what? Wow, yeah. history history's been made. That's right. He's ticked all the boxes now. He's played with my eldest sister Megan uh, back in the day in Division Two. He's played with me, as you would know, in Division One, and now he's playing goalie in Division Three this week. With Emma, and then mate, he's going to have to hang in there because he's going to have to get onto a team with uh, young Ruben one day. That's right. So, exactly, Steve. Don't don't hang those skates up just yet. But now, nah, mate, back to the game. That's great news. But, but back to the game. Mm-hmm. Joey Butler. Um, yeah, as I said, doing excellent. And so 8-5 against a team like the Galaxy, that's a good that's result very without impressive. your regular goal. Yeah. We all know Emma Moon and just a stud in net there. Um, but for the Galaxy, uh, had great great looking unit here, led by JVA. Now, JVA, hat-trick in this one, would expect nothing less. Yeah, no surprise, really. really. Knocking on the door to Div 2. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he, could, he could easily play right now. Um, and I think his days numbered in Div 3. Not not immediately, immediately obviously, but... Yep. Just a cracker player, plays with great pace. Um, Dawn Watt, Dawn mm-hmm. in the Galaxy jersey. Now, talk about a Hasn't family Hasn't played in a affair. few years, yeah. yeah. Her husband, Rob, playing Div 1 Galaxy. Her son, Harrison, playing Div 2 Galaxy. Yep. She's playing Div 3 Galaxy. So, well spread there. There you go. Um, the, the, the family affair is excellent. Amelia Matheson coaching these, one, these guys because her daughter, Michaela, um, also playing for the Galaxy. So... Uh, good squad and obviously mother-daughter combo, mm-hmm. Jane and Michaela Wakefield. Um, so I just love these families all in the one club, all getting on the ice together. It's great to see. Definitely. Uh, and the Galaxy scored in every way, mate. Power play goal, shorthanded goal, even strength goals. They were doing it all and off to a flying start. As we move th- th- forward now <laughs> to juniors. Yes. Uh, juniors on the weekend, we had uh, mate close hockey. Juniors are so well balanced; it's so good to see. And we even have because the junior goalies aren't 
ready yet to yep. take. I think December fourth, they're back take between the pipes. So we have uh, this week. It was Layla McKenzie helping out and Tanisha Brown helping out. But because we only have the three junior clubs, what we're going to do in future is have Layla play for the Galaxy. She's a Galaxy, yep. obviously. Div yep. three and Div four. Uh, Tanisha play for the Astros, captain of the Galaxy. Makes sense. Uh, sorry, the Astros D four and Benny Armstrong, um, the favor of the pod going to be Sonics as he is a Sonics captain in D4. Excellent. So representing their clubs. But in this one, mate, 3-3 tie to kick things off. Remember, there's no overtime in juniors except for playoffs. Yep. So 3-3 tie to kick things off. And uh, Cohen Van Eppen, mate, buries one with 2.45 to go Come on. in the final period to get that game tied. And it was his second of the night. So uh, he did really, really well. Good on him. Great little skater. Uh, as we move on to game two, the Sonics getting up over the Galaxy 2-1. to one. So another super close game. Hamish Cahoon, two points in this one. Goal and an assist. So there's deal. a reason why he's leading the entire league in scoring because mm-hmm. he's a, just a bit of a phenom. Um, and Cohen Van Eppen notching another goal in this one. So he's having quite the season. Um, young Cohen and his sister Neve getting an assist on it. Oh, so brilliant. again, family affair, chipping in. Uh, but the Sonics skate to a 2-1 victory on that one. And then the last game of the day, mate, this one... This one was an absolute barn burner. 6-6 six, six tie. Come on, six apiece. But uh, Monique Sheffield, son of Ray Sheffield, not sure if you've heard of him. Just a few times. She does a little tricky play. Now, Hamish Cahoon. She's got it. a set play. She, well, she, a trick trick play. Oh, a trick play. Hamish okay, Cahoon, I feel, poor Hamo. And I said, this is a stud player. He's leading the league ahead of Liam Manwaring. So mm. we know this guy is just going to be an absolute all-star. But he has the puck. Now, he's played with Monique for years. Yep. So, Monique's on opposite teams this year, though. So, Monique just does a little, yeah, 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 drop it, drop it. Oh, she's learned that from her dad. Hamo gets confused. Monique picks up the puck, three seconds on the clock, buries it. And even the goalie didn't know what was going on. Because it's like, whoa, 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 what happened so quickly? So, mate, we've all been there. How sneaky is that? Yeah, so Monique, um, and it was actually her second goal of the game. So, great job to get that tie Big goal for the Astros, and yeah. um, and again you, you can't you can't blame Hamish. It's, she's been his teammate for years, and he had three goals, one assist in that same game. So it's it's not on him at all. No. He, he definitely did. Mate, his we've part. done that drop pass plenty of times, haven't we? <laughs> we have. Uh, and Kimmy Sullivan, who has geez, has he grown over the COVID break, mate? He's probably doubled in height. Wow. Uh, he chipped in with a goal and assist in this one as well. Um, but Monique Sheffield just, yeah, just glimpses of her old man there, just with the little sneak play with seven seconds left. There you go. Is she wearing the, uh, oh, they don't have assigned numbers. Never mind. I was going to say, does no, she have the one nine, but they wouldn't have those no, number ranks. She, I think she usually does. Yep. In fact, I don't know if she does. Anyway, she's wearing number eight this yeah, year. Excellent. She's, she's, she's paving her own way, so to speak. Yeah. Maybe she's um, a fan of Hamish Power more so than her father. We'll see. Well, probably. And how can you not be? <laughs> uh, now, this week, the current news, mm-hmm. uh, Division 1, Monday night. Uh, we had the Sonics taking on the Astros. Yep. Now, mate, this one uh, this one blew out a little bit. Uh, it was very even in the first two periods, and then in the third period, um, it just blew away. Astros end up skating to a 9-2 to two win. Wow. Uh, on the back of four third-period goals. Um. Oh, where do we start with this one? First it off... It seems a little bit broken, mate. Speaking of broken, I saw the standings and you have three points a game. That's yeah. 
That is very broken to me, mate. What's going on there? Mate, what are you, what are you talking about? I had another... Are you padding the stats or what? No, they're genuine, genuine points. Okay. Um, and in All fact, right. in this game, uh, you know, I waited till our, our seventh goal of the night. But Bam! Top shelf. Again, mate. No way. Again, just uh, coming into the zone... Freddie, really all the all the credit to Freddie, took the defender wide, just yep. opened up a gap for me, slid it back to me, uh, just got it on my forehand, eyes up onto the net. <laughs> Top shot. So anyway, mate, wow. it's not about me. It's about the Astros. I'm not surprised though, mate. You're a great in-house player. Yeah, I'm just mate. a bit jealous because I'm not out there yet. Well, yeah, mate. We were playing your squad too. So uh, that's why we put the boots here because I thought if Matt Lindsay's not going to show up, we're, we're going to be relentless. <laughs> but uh, X, well, ex-chief, uh, Benny Cancala, two goals, one assist on the night, two quality goals as well. Mm. Um, and then uh, it was it was very spread around. Um, you know, Ray and GQ, you know, the fossil line, as, as uh, they like to be called. Ray That's was telling right. me during the week. Uh, Ray actually told me during the week that uh, his daughter, Monique, was uh, passing on our message of calling him the fossil line. Oh, uh, he would have loved that. And uh, that, that he was <laughs> scoring garbage goals. So I said, don't worry, Ray, I will continue to just pile it on you, mate. I like it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but anyway, he, he had a ripper game. But for the Sonics, mate, look, it, it was a it was a mixed game. Paddy Naden, high flying player, uh, but you can't do it all yourself. You yep. know, he was getting a bit frustrated. Hamish Powell as well. Um, you know, we just we the Astros did a lot to try shut those guys down and were successful. But what I like in the Sonics is the future, mate. A lot of young players, and I want to just highlight one: Cameron Hughes, young yep. player. Uh, I actually coached this guy on a peewee team that we took to Quebec City for a tournament one year. Unbelievable person, unbelievable player, excellent hands, can really wheel with the puck. So just get getting his feet wet right now. But mm. I think he is a player by the end of the season is going to start making a big impact on some games. So yep, won't surprise space. me at all. And he's wearing number three, mate. Oh, there you go. Because uh, he's a, it's a smaller jersey and he's a little fella. Yeah, but he plays big. Timmy Waterson making his season debut. Uh, Timmy would want this one back. Um, you know, saving it around the fifty percent mark, and that's not Timmy. We know from Div One, he's a yeah, lot. Yeah, right. Okay, a bit but, of an off uh, night for yeah, Timmy then. He, he laid an absolute egg. So as I said, it wasn't a nine-two game, uh, and the Sonics uh, are now one and one on the year. They're going to have something to prove come next week when they take on the Navigators. Mm-hmm. Game two, mate. Galaxy v Navigators. This one was back and forth. A ton of lead changes. But the Galaxy ended up getting the last few goals to win 8-5. to five. Now, partly on the back of, well, largely on the back of, Jaden Ryan making his season debut. He saw Liam in week one getting four goals, one assist. Mm-hmm. He says, I can equal that. Well, at least on the goal part. Four goals. Wow. So what a what debut. What a start, yeah. Four goals, no assists. Um Bit of a bit of a sh- uh, shellfish there. Yes, but um, no surprise knowing that guy. Jeez, but no, nah, just did what he had to for his teammate, <laughs> skating to the eight four. So when you get fifty percent of your team's goals, uh, you, you're doing something well. Uh, Matt Price as well just continues to heat up. Two goals, one assist, uh, and three on the power play for the Galaxy. Well, so okay, don't get penalised against the Galaxy. Yeah. But for the Navigators again, we talk about those young players, that next generation. Out of their five goals, two to Malik West. There you go. Midget player. Obviously, his dad, Rick, um, been refereeing and playing uh, in Newcastle for a long, long time. But two goals to Malik. So he's just going great guns. Mm. And, uh, it doesn't look, surprise us, really, watching Malik over the last couple of years. He's, he's competitor. Really, yeah, yeah he real is. competitor. 
but the Navigators, look, I, I still think they've got the best team on paper. Just can't quite get it together yet, but it's early days. Um, and I know Travis Lang hasn't found his stride yet either. Uh, probably the biggest news out of this one, though, unfortunately, a bit of an incident uh, between uh, Jacob Pizzotto and Joey Terrio getting into it. Joey, mate, he shedded the equipment, gloves and helmet on the ice, challenging okay. Pizzotto. Pizzotto didn't want uh, anything of it, and uh, and why would you? Um, so Joey kicked out of the game, um, and later that game, Pizzotto also kicked out of that game for the three penalties. We really had three roughing penalties on the night, so I think right. both of them just Pretty weren't in the mood for playing hockey yeah. that night. But um, but anyway, that was uh, unfortunately a bit of news from the game. Um, but Galaxy, mate, an overtime loss, now a win. They play the Astros, who are undefeated. I think if you're looking for a Div 1 game to come to next week, that's probably going to be the game of the week. Mate, let's save that for Monday's episode, but anyway. Of course, yeah, we will. Now, Division 2. Division 2. Now, the Navigators, 6-1 getting up over the Galaxy. Uh, Bit of a storyline here. Navigators had a short bench and we're in conversations with uh, Reese Pearson, formerly played rep, has played in the league before as well, but has stepped away from hockey for a couple of years, Um, got back into the mix. Unfortunately, he got the game time screwed up uh, and he didn't get there till the third period. Oh, wow. So he only got to play the third period. That's but my he, nightmare, turning up to the game I've near the end of it. I've had those nightmares yeah. as well. And you just can't get your gear on quick enough. It's yeah, sort of, missed the whole thing. Jeez, poor fella. But, uh, well, no, he, play, he played the third period and he got an assist. So, wow. Um, I, I think he's really going to help the Navs. Uh, but Brad Lindsley, massive in this one, stopping 28 to 29. Uh, Chris Priestley, stopping 30 or 36, didn't have his best game. Okay. Now, 30 saves, you can't knock that. Like yeah. 30 saves in a hockey game is excellent, but uh, I know he'd want a couple of the goals back. And just a beauty goal there, um, a three-way passing play from Mason Armstrong, uh, Georgia Clark, and Scotty Dewar, 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 yep. um, that uh, just tipped it absolute shelf wow. um, on, uh, on Brad Lindsley. So good goal there. Yeah, look, the Galaxy, slow start for them in Div- Division th- 2. Yep. But uh, I've heard with one of their players, Brent Gilbert, who we all predicted to be a bit of a stud this year, hasn't played the first two games, will be in attendance next week. Okay. And I think he could be all the difference to help turn things around for the Galaxy because uh, they're not far off getting into the win column. Now, mate, division uh, the other game in Division 2, Sonics taking on the Astros. Sonics getting their second win for the year, skating to a 4-1 to one win over the Astros. Mate, Matty Montgomery, I just he's just gone into a new stratosphere of play and he's one of those, oh, similar to Nathan Walker. Love it, mate. Similar to Nathan Walker. Uh, you know, Nathan Walker, I, I always had high hopes for, but I thought, oh, he's a bit small. Yep. You know? And then he, he played pro and, yeah, oh, I, think, I don't know if he'd get drafted though. Then he gets drafted. Yeah, I don't, don't know if he could play in the NHL, though. Uh, Always proved your role. just proved, gets better and better and better. Matt Montgomery, mate, he has not been playing. He's not – well, he still comes to learn to play. Yeah. He's not that long out of graduating learn to play. And he just gets better and better and better. And just when I think, yeah, he, he'll probably make a good, you know, dip three goalie. Boom, proves me wrong. Absolutely the best goalie in Division Two right now. Already got a win in Division One. And uh, stopping 17 of 18 in this game against an Astros team who know how to put the puck away, uh, he just he just continues. So now I don't have an expectation for Matty. I don't have yeah. a ceiling. I'm just going to wait to see where he lands because he's he's doing excellent. I did hear from someone on that team that it was all down to Matty uh, that win. So huge shout out to him. No surprise from our end, mate. But um, 
yeah, just great to see that the team's so pumped to have him on there as well. And a good rivalry between, you know, talk about the Sonics club. You've got Timmy Waterson. Now, he's only played one game. I don't want to pile on Timmy, but um, not a strong start to the year. And Matty Montgomery doing excellent. So a bit of in-club competition there mm. for that Division One spot. It's always so healthy. See how that pans out. Toby McMahon, two goals in this one. Uh, and, of course, of course, Ethan Spelled, two goals in this one also as uh, one of the most prolific scorers in the league. Yep. Um, and uh, I will say Coach Matt Montgomery coming through, and we'll, we'll touch on it uh, in a second here of just how good his coaching is. Uh, the lone goal for the Astros uh, went to Mathen Michalitsis. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was that's the wrap up of Div Two, mate. And then finally, Division Four last night, um, wrapping up with uh, a three nothing win in Game One to the Sonics over the Astros. Now we talked about Ethan Spelds coaching and learn to play. Ryan Williams second career game, second career shutout. This player is yet to let in a goal. He's on a career shutout, uh, and and not a fluke either. Twenty four saves, twenty four shots, twenty four saves. So great job. Uh, Ryan Williams, steer, helping steer your team to victory. Uh, goal to uh, the big booty, Mitchell Booty. Uh, goal to Brandon Prince, who's a player who's come up from Sydney, uh, played for the Sydney Bears previously. So a bit of playing experience. Uh, we couldn't fit him into Division 3, but playing in Division 4 and playing the right way too. Just a bit of good attitude, mentoring some players out there. Saw him telling some people where to stand on face-offs and such. So uh, really good job by him, and, and we love having him in the league. Uh, and for the Astros, the Astros have really been hurt by having a short bench. They're, they're kind of the last team to fill up. We've, have, we've got about 12 now on every other roster except theirs. They're sitting at nine, which isn't quite two lines, so not ideal. Um, but all experienced players. So we hope that uh, they can take that extra workload for the time being. But I have no, I've kind of no doubts that by next week they're going to be full up back to 12, mate. Uh, Ryan Painter, 20 saves on 23 shots. But I do think fatigue did get to them in this one because of that short bench, uh, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, Sonics skating to a 3 nothing win in that one. Uh, the second game for Division 4, Galaxy taking on the Navigators. Now, unfortunately, I left early um, in this one and the Navigators looked like they had it all under control. And then, bang, four goals to the Galaxy in the third period. Um, starting it off with John Teske, then two to Adam Bland, only his second week in the league. That completed his hat-trick on the night. And then uh, with a minute 43 left in the third, Brock Mackley and Bianca Wilson both just jamming it at the net. Um, Both thought they had scored it, but it actually goes to Brock Mackley with the goal, Bianca Wilson with the assist. That ties up the game to force overtime. Uh, And, you know, we love seeing overtime. So... In OT, it only lasted a minute and one second when Cooper Botham just continues to dominate this division, getting his second of the night and overtime goal to win the game 6-5 for the D4 Navigators. Unreal. Is that the first overtime we have for Div 4 now? Yes, yes. Only the second overtime in the league. In the league. There you go. First for Division 4. So I I do want to say, though, watching Division 4 last night, you know, starting to get... I don't want to say rough because it's not. That's not rough to me. Is played with an intention to be rough. I don't think there's any malice here, but I'm noticing a lot of interference penalties coming up, um, and that to me just it's just players a bit out of control, and crashing into other players. So, mm-hmm. um, you know that you're always going to get a penalty for that. But ideally, you you 
Well, you don't want to get penalties at all. <laughs> you want to yep. avoid that. So just need to be a little more con- cog- cognizant. Cognizant. Yep. That's the word I'm looking for. In Division 4 particularly to just be avoiding contact at all times. It's a development division. People are still working on their skating skills, getting their game sense uh, in, still learning the rules in, in some uh, instances. So That's right. being really aware out there that you're we're not crashing into people and we're only going as fast as we can handle. You know, it's like if you if you drive that uh, S box car, mate. The brakes aren't very good, yep. and you know you're not gonna you're not gonna fang that thing uh, as fast as it can go. Hang on, gonna, I haven't heard fang in many years. <laughs> no, I haven't mate. said it in years, but uh, <laughs> you're just gonna take it easy out there. And if it's raining, you know what I mean. You just go yep. with the conditions. So Division Four is the same. Just perfect analogy, mate. Know your limits. That's right. Know your limits. it's all about fun. We we're still introducing new players, how to learn to play. Um, so we've got to be cognizant of that as well, mate. So absolutely. Fun first, competitive nature second. Absolutely. We want or we just want it to be fun. Here's what we would like. Fun. <laughs> Very good. I haven't heard that one. And safety. That's got I gotta say, I've only been away for two weeks, mate, but you have done well to get a thousand sound bites. I almost felt like everyone's probably thinking I held you back all these all this time, uh, from you reaching your true potential with all your sound bites, Davey. So Well, one thing it's done, mate, is uh yeah, I love my sound bites, but uh, it's made the board too busy. That uh, I can't be as um, you know quick witted with them. Yeah, yeah, I think we've noticed that a little bit uh, today with a few yeah, pauses there while you're trying pauses, to find one. But so. some people wouldn't know there's only eight buttons on our little uh, board here. But yeah, you know, if we keep uh, yeah, yeah. if we keep getting all the huge sponsors uh, coming in for the podcast as we have so far, mate, we might be able to afford a bigger one. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely, mate. All right, shall we jump into one of our segments this week, mate, with Pride Tape Sightings? Now, I I don't have any specific Pride Tape Sightings I want to shout out, mate, but I thought this would be a good chance to thank, I suppose, Jess, the photographer. Yes. Um, Because obviously I... Jess Fuller Photography. There you go. Because I haven't been down here at the rink uh, so far for the space launch, mate, but I've been able to see it online through her photography... And there's definitely been a lot of pride tape sticks out there that I'm seeing through the photos, which I think is excellent. Um, so I just wanted to shout out Jess for doing that for us. I know uh, usually we've had uh, Ange as well taking photos, who I think will be back later on in the year, if not the new year. I'm yeah. sure he'll be keen to get behind the lens as well. So having two photographers out there is going to be fantastic for the social presence, mate. And it's it's cool that if you follow... Um Jess Fuller Photography on Instagram, I believe. I saw her put up a story yesterday before she came to the rink just saying, I'm coming to the rink tonight. If you want a photo, let me know who you are and I'll do my best to capture it. Amazing. So really cool. Um, you know, all Can't the thank her enough. Yeah. Seeing photos of themselves. That's so. excellent. Now, I also wanted to give uh, the Pride Tape Sighting segment an opportunity, mate, to talk about our incentive for the month of December with Pride Tape Purchases. Absolutely, mate. Well, why don't I hammer out a couple that I saw? Okay, sorry. Yeah, get the sightings in. Yep. Now, now there were two. Well, there were heaps, but you know, a lot of them are repeat um, yeah. sightings. Yeah. So it's great to see. But uh, one, well, it's a bit twofold. Cal Rickford. Cal Rickford was sporting the pride tape on his goalie stick. Okay. But, Excellent. Um, but on on further look, he could, might have been using the learn to play goal stick, which also has a pride tape uh, on it. So okay. it's a bit of a shout out to us, but yep. also a shout out to him. But nonetheless, it's exactly what we want with the PT, and that's getting it out there, getting it seen. The other one, 
is uh, is a weird one, mate. But talking to Tommy, the stats man, Tommy Z, Tommy Zantano, uh, captain of the D2 Sonics, uh, they have a little Sonic the Hedgehog figurine that they give away for player of the game. Okay. And he he did point out to me that it's a bit broken. It flips off a little bit. Right. And uh, they've had to tape it up with pride tape. Oh, how so good is that? another pride tape sighting inside the dressing room, the locker room there of the D2 Sonics, thanks to Tommy Z, the stats man. That is fantastic, mate. <clears throat> so, yes, as we mentioned, for the month of December, Davey, uh, every pride tape purchase, we are going to be donating 15% of that purchase straight to a charity of our choosing uh, to help support pride. And we're thinking it's probably going to be the Pride Foundation Australia, um, still kind of looking at that, but that's probably the front runner for us at the moment. Um, but we'll get that out on our socials in the next week or so. So anyone who wants to help us help others and support a charity, um, definitely get a roll of pride tape through the month of December. Mate, that is, that is awesome. That is awesome. So now not only can you spread the, the uh, message, but you can help a great cause. So well done, Maddie. Great incentive. There we go. All right. Uh, who are you, mate? We need to uh, figure out who it was last week and get into this week's one. So let's jump it over to the segment now. Yes, mate. Uh, last now, uh, Mac and Mackenzie, Mackenzie Gallagher, Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he steered the ship on this last week, but his clues, if I recall, were what's he doing steering the ship on? Who are you? It's your segment. Mate, I just... He's, he's been here two weeks. He's trying to take over people's... Sec- Unbelievable. Any, any way he can, mate. He often yeah. come in and bring us coffees today. I said, mate, you just... You know, <laughs> you've got to have a week off. Unreal. Uh, but uh, maybe we can get him in just doing the buttons. Ooh, in a bit of a producer role. Interesting. Anyway, uh, it was... The clues were, if I recall, athletic player, player that loves a game. He's really into the equipment side of things, just like Mac is. Um, a bit of a sprinting history, sprinter. Uh, yep. And if you tuned in to the our our uh, banana phone cold call a few weeks back, uh, you would have learnt that uh, because it's none other than Div One goaltender for the Galaxy. Yes, Jace Polglaze. So, mate, we had a few correct guesses. Uh, one of them was Jace Polglaze himself. Excellent. The other was Mitch Jones. Jace Polglaze and Shannon Bailey said, mate, listen to the interview. Remember the sprinting things. It's Jace Polglaze. So well done to those three. Excellent. On uh, on getting it correct. Now this week, mate, for the... We're going to take it a little bit different and not talk about the NIHL. In fact, this player has never played in the NIHL. Ooh, okay. That's the first clue. They will be very well known. So this player played for the North Stars. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, oh, their number's not in the rafters. Oh, yeah. That's giving it away. They're, well, their number's not in the rafters. That's not giving it away. What's well, eliminating two people. Lots of players don't, yeah. It's eliminating two people. But, uh, but they are an all-time North Stars great. Uh, I believe they have four good old cups to their name. Uh, bit of a, a bit of a uh, gun golfer, actually. And uh, if my news is correct, just the other week, uh, or not long ago, sorry, scored... A hole in one. You ever had a hole in one, Matty? 
No way. Not a chance. But that's very impressive. Hole People go one. their whole career without a hole in one. Exactly. So and uh, this person uh, is also a pilot. Mm, that's so. going to be the biggest clue, I think, for okay. For any of the old North Stars fans. Anyway, that is this week's. Interestingly, it's a document that he's only got one AHL championship. I think that's false. That's got to be false. Yeah. I, I don't think that's true. Anyway, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll move on. We will. All right. Last segment for this week, mate. In Dave's Question Corner, let's jump to it now. I've just got two things uh, for you today, Davey. Uh, one hockey-related, one not hockey-related. Um, first one, I know you've been working hard this week meeting all the captains, presidents of each clubhouse, mate. Um, but I was curious just to see what the the content uh, was and if you were any closer to updating people because I've been getting a couple of questions about the Northern Star and the criteria. So I just wanted to see if there was any news we might be able to share with the listeners this week on that or if it's still building. I think you're going to want to hear this. Absolutely, mate. We Yeah, look, it's just about to get emailed out to the captains today, which yesterday, the captains have it, so... Okay. It's, uh, it's live. Now, I'm going to have to go off the top of my head because I don't have it in front of me. But yeah, I've got you on the spot here. But that's all right because uh, how it's going to work essentially is, mate, a clubhouse is going to get five points for winning a cup. So either the Sirius or Polaris Cup. Mm-hmm. Now, we know it's on the website. If you get the website up there, Maddie, on the front page of the website now, you'll see the uh, Polaris Cup being played on... December 12th? It is. December 12th, between the Sonics and the Galaxy. All divisions play on that day. It's already in the schedule. So whoever wins that Polaris Cup, that club, it's all combined aggregate, that club... Five points. Gets five extra points. That's huge. So five points for winning a cup. Uh, Two points for every team, every win your team gets. That's just same as the standings. Yep. An extra point if you score an overtime goal. So Cooper Botham, he just got the Navigators. Not only two points for the win, but an extra point for scoring that overtime goal. Okay. So that's not in the standings. That's for the Northern Star. Right. Uh, you you lose five, five, oh, five or two. <laughs> Wish I had it in front of me now. <laughs> uh, I think you lose two points if your team gets a combined 75 minutes in penalties. Okay. You lose a further two points if your team... Uh, reaches the 100 penalty minute mark, which we shouldn't have teams getting that high. No, you wouldn't think so. Um, And if they are, deservedly lose some points. So, um, And then also, which uh, isn't on the printed criteria, but it'll be announced closer to playoffs, but on the finals weekend for the league, we are going to have a uh, system here. So when you come in to support your team, you uh, vote essentially. Yep. Who you're there to support. Uh, once and the most supported team for the finals weekend will get further points. I believe it's two points. So um, pretty big stuff there Uh, and that's for the Northern start. Now, also uh, players may not know that included in their fees this year is uh, a portion of a ticket to the North Stars, or sorry, the NIHL 
presentation night that's happening at the end of this summer season. So they'll still have to purchase a ticket for that, but it's going to be minimal cost. Yeah, discounted. And it's yep. going to be an awesome night. It includes food. We'll tell you more about it when it comes closer to it. But that's where the Northern Star is going to be handed out to that one president of the club who steers their club to victory. Obviously, each you know division you're playing for your division trophy, but uh, combined in your club, you're playing for the Northern Star. That'll happen at the presentation night. More news on that to come. But quickly, mate, I want to touch on the Polaris Cup. Yeah, please so do. It's we have the, the Sirius Cup happening in January between the Navigators and the Astros, but the Polaris Cup, December 12th, it's a Sunday. Um, a few big things happening. So one, the, the all junior, Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, Division 4, all play that day. We want to fill the rink. Those games will be treated as pro games. Mm-hmm. Lights down. Players, introduc- introductions. Music. Wow. Uh, announcements through the game, just like the AIHL, mate. It's Come going to be on. all happening. That's so we amazing. want to pack this place, particularly for the juniors. We want to fill the stands. We want it to be the biggest crowd those kids have ever played in front of. Yep. And then we've got the Div 1 right after. That's going to be entertaining. Uh, you might even pull on the jersey for that one, Matty. Yeah, see how we go. Might then, be my debut. Uh, could be the debut. So it's going to be massive, but also in some other news. And um, just between us, Matty, this is uh, this is you know a bit of a sneak peek. And the podcast. <laughs> well, shh. don't tell anyone. But uh, there's also some talk about the cafe at the rink, um, and uh, Gary Dore and his rink management here uh, securing a liquor license. Wow! Uh, so starting in mid December, it'll be before the Polaris Cup. Uh, they'll be offering offering alcoholic beverages. Okay. Um, and they got their RSA marshals, people. It's all going to be uh, really above board, and uh, just another good reason to come down, watch some hockey, mm. you know, have some drinks with the teammates or not. Um, and they're also going to be updating the the menu at the cafe, so some good food offerings as well. Wow, so it's all happening. That Polaris Cup's going to be massive, and then the Sirius Cup is going to be just as massive come January. Excellent. Um. Very good. Well, the only other thing I had, mate, was just quickly uh, the housing market. Just wanted to bring up a quick story uh, because it was quite unbelievable to me. But one of my good friends uh, bought a house about three years ago now. Um, let's call it 500000 for the cost of this house. Half a mil. Half a schmil. Half a schmil. That's right. Now, since he's bought the house, we had some terrible storms and weather. And he lost about a quarter of his roof in a storm Ooh. and his entire back of the house. Oh, That's bad. That's very bad. So he's got a tarp on the roof as his roof. When was the storm? It was a year ago. Now, this is how long it's taking for the insurance to come through. I still got the tarp. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. He's got uh, a tarp on the roof and uh, some plywood for the back of his house. That doesn't do good with water. No. Now, just to show how ridiculous the housing market is, three years ago, 500000 he's lost part of his roof and the back of his house, it's now worth six hundred thousand. <laughs> Minus roof. How? How's it gone up a hundred grand with part of the house missing from when he first got it? That is riddle me that. That is uh, well that that does make sense. I was actually reading an article uh, via the Newcastle Herald not long ago that apparently the Newcastle housing market is uh, hotter, hot, tougher. What? How do you say it? Yeah. More. More uh, lucrative than the Melbourne housing market. And obviously Melbourne is a wow. uh, big okay. city, voted one of the most livable cities in the world at one stage. Kind yeah. of like Sydney, just crazy house prices. 
And Newcastle, mate, we've eclipsed that. So well, there you go. I guess it makes sense then. And uh, you may have to settle for a house with part of a roof and a wall missing if you've got a spare 600 guru. That's right. So I guess if, yeah, you have a storm and party house missing, don't worry, folks. Your value's still going up. Jeepers. So is he getting a repair? Is he getting a rebuild? What's he going to do? Or is he just going to rock the tarp and plywood for a while? I don't know. Still, They're getting closer to, to settlement and figure it all out, I think. But it's been a long process for him. I've definitely felt for the guy um, through the whole thing. But, yeah, hopefully... Close so, to the end now. And so he's sitting there, plywood and tarp, and you've just uh, you've just doubled the size of your joint with a big Reno. I oh no, uh, got the oh new no, pad going on. It's uh, yeah, you feel for him, I can tell. Yeah, I, I do, I do, I definitely. I actually helped him put the tarp on. <laughs> oh, okay, that's yeah. Uh, at one in the morning during the storm, so I don't feel too bad. I, I did help, but uh, yeah, that process nasty. I wouldn't want to do it. Anyway, that's it for me, mate. Um, thanks for having me back. Mate, good to be back. Um, I mean, I sure miss the miss uh, Mac, but uh, it's good to be back. It's good to uh, hear your stories, your tales of uh, fatherhood. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more to come. Oh, I'm sure there will be, and uh, you're looking uh, well. You're looking good, actually, for someone who has not been sl- getting their usual sleep. Well, thank you, mate. But uh, mate, we're going to be back in no time because come Monday we'll be releasing episode thirty-seven point five. Point five. That's right. Super excited to do that actually. Um, it's going to have a good feel because we're going to record it on a Sunday evening, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you know, I mean, we might have to have a a bit of fun with it ourselves. I'm a truck. We won't, won't be doing that, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be a good pod, and it'll be really relevant. Really previewing the games of the week, and we might even have to have a special cameo segment from. Mackenzie, but I'll leave it at that, mate. I'm not going to give too much. Very good. No, I'm excited too. I love having the predictions each week. I know a lot of the listeners love getting into that and hearing what we had to to think about their teams coming up. And I think some of the teams, especially the Goldminers back a couple of seasons ago, mate, they really took it to heart and uh, came out firing whenever you voted against them. So excited to get that back happening. Um, But yeah, that's going to be it for me, mate. I'll pass it over to you for any parting words for episode 37. Look, get down to the rink. you know, as long as you wear your mask and you check in, there's no real other restrictions here. So fill the rink, support your clubhouse, wear your jersey. There's actually talk of merch coming out soon too as well. But uh, thanks to everyone for a successful space launch. We are now orbiting and uh, we're like in search it. for that northern star. Excellent, mate. All right, as always, thanks so much for listening and we will see you on Monday. Monday.